You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. It's Robert here on the Redcast covering for one Eddie Nestor, who I believe is involved in heated contractual negotiations presently with the Redcast hierarchy. I do hope that greed doesn't get the better of him and he will indeed be back next week. In the meantime, you've got Cheap as Chips, me, Robert, and with our special guests, first of all, our flamboyant veteran midfield enforcer, the one and only Dan Riley. Back, first time in a while, I believe. Yes, it is. Back from my summer break, pre-season. I've been working hard, Robert, working hard. You look suitably tanned and leisurely. And a new summer signing who did not let us down during the Manchester derby, uh, Russell Balkin. Thanks for coming back. My pleasure, my pleasure. Yeah, no, I hope to live up to my extortionate transfer fee. Well, before we uh, mention a said match, I should... Uh, I should just mention our partners at FanDuel. Uh, FanDuel is one-day fancy football. You select a team of Premier League players for a single round of fixtures so you're not locked in for the whole season. You can play, watch and win money if you're good enough in one day. First up, you choose your contest. You can play for free or put your own money on the line for bigger payouts. We've all entered the 7.5k fan favourite this week, which covers the whole weekend's games. It's £5 an entry with £7,500 in prizes going to the top 400 football managers. That's £750 to first place. Then you pick your dream team. You have £100 million to spend. No subs, no captains, just 11 shirts to fill and the perfect formation to find. Splash out on the dead certs and hunt out the hidden gems. It's the ultimate test of your football knowledge. FanDuel was designed by football fans like us and is powered by Opta Stats. It's about much more than goals, assists and clean sheets. Every pass, interception, every tackle, they've all got big implications. FanDuel's scoring reflects a player's true performance, whatever their position. And we've got an offer for you. It's you sign up with the promo code REDCAST, then FanDuel will return your entry fee as free credit if you don't win cash in your first contest up to a tenner. So that's £5 an entry, 7.5k fan favourite. That we've all entered. Use the offer and enter your team against ours. If you don't win cash, you'll get that entry fee returned as credit so you can, so you can play again for free next week. So go to FanDuel. 
redcastmag.co.uk and enter our promo code REDCAST in the promo code field on, and sign up to bag the offer. That's fanduel.co.uk and enter our promo code REDCAST in the promo code field on sign up and bag the offer. Right. We should begin with the sombre reality of what was a Manchester derby. Um, it would be fair to say, would it not, gentlemen, that we were outclassed in that first half, Dan? Yeah, it was, um, <clears throat> I was a bit shocked, actually, because um, I was very surprised um, with the um, decision to let Manchester City have so much of the ball. I, 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 kind of, I, I think I know what the idea was, and that was to sort of let them have it, to um, pack the midfield and then to sort of hit them on the break. Unfortunately, it sort of broke down by the fact that there was sort of no pressing at any point. So even when City kind of got into our last third, there was sort of no kind of plan to sort of seemingly to stop De Bruyne, especially running between the lines. And uh, yeah, I mean, they were very, very good. I was kind of worried about them. And everyone was talking about us before the game. And I thought... It seems very strange. You know, they've got Guardioli. He's one of the best coaches possibly ever. And everyone kind of seems to think it's a foregone conclusion we're going to win. And, yeah, I think, I think tactically we got it wrong. And, and I just think that some of the team, select, the team selection was wrong. Mm. Well, but, we, we, know, just, okay. we just weren't at the races for the first no, 20, no. 25 minutes. It was sort I just that. And that is, you know, that's going to... You're already behind the behind the curve, behind the eight ball when that's going on. You know, there was no no pressing, no... There was that leading up to their goal. There was the ball went off down into the city corner mm. and Kolarov was able just to chase it unchallenged for 10, 15 yards before hoofing it upfield for their header, which led to De Bruyne's goal. It was very disappointing well, start. And you saw, I mean, I thought that first, you know, 35, 40 minutes of De Bruyne, they had no idea how to cope with him, did they? And it, that, that was alarming for me because it did look like, I mean, when we were 2-0 down, I was thinking, stop the fight, let's get him mm. in because it could, be, it could have been worse. There's, there's, you often, when, when players, uh, you know, former players, pundits, are talking about um, the game, they often say that if you don't start in, the, in, the, in, a, in games like that and if you're not at it, they use that term, don't mm. they, at it, it's very hard to, to get into up. it and yeah. you're just kind of like, and it was like they were just, they were almost punch drunk, the United players. It was like they'd taken a couple of blows and they were sort of staggering around wondering what to do. I mean, Lingard, the first four touches, he kind of, one went under his foot. I yeah. think he lost it. It was just like, what's going on? They're not, and the City players completely were in tune with in, how yeah. to play and, and the pace and the fact that they needed to be up for it. I mean, there were times when Silver was kind of bumping players off the ball. and yeah, think, a midfield enforcer. On here? Mm-hmm. Midfield enforcer, David Silva. I mean, that was <laughs> yeah, an unlikely role, yes. I mean, we should mention, obviously, Russell, that Mkhitaryan and Lingard have, have hogged a lot of headlines for the yeah. wrong reasons. Yeah. Now, Mkhitaryan has been regarded, obviously, as this fantastic player from the Bundesliga. We've seen them before. We've come to Manchester United. Yeah. And with Lingard, he's considered, you know... Uh, not the finished product, but certainly a player of huge potential and it was, was sort of grouped in with a, a, a great crop of young, exciting players that came through last season, but they both had a nightmare. It seems like they both just were... They weren't at the races at the same time. Mm. You know, Mkhitaryan, in the last red cast, he was injured for Armenia that day. I mean, I don't know if that had a role to play in his performance. And we were very worried at the time. That at he the might time, start. Right? Yeah. he got pulled off after 38 minutes. You know, it's worrying time. Was he fully fit? I don't know. 
was he in the right position? I don't know. Maybe he's one of those players that sort of is hampered by his versatility. Was he mm. in his right position? I don't know. But like, what was really interesting was what what Jose said at the start of the match, where I can't remember, must have been on Sky, where there were, um, he was asked what his thinking was. And he mm. said, well, I'm playing Mkhitaryan and Lingard because I want to see whether City bring their fullbacks inside and we can get down that down the outside. Sounded great, didn't it? Sounded like a great plan, yeah. but didn't really work. <laughs> the um the, the the sort of uh, the the thing that slightly worries me the only thing that sort of really worries me is that you're saying about Mikitarian is he should he be playing right side should he be playing 10 it, you know it for me I don't quite I think that I've going to I'm going to say I'll cut to the chase the problem for me is Rooney yeah and unfortunately he shouldn't be playing at the moment because he doesn't deserve a place in the side and until he is moved out of the team because with him and Ibrahimovic that's two players that are too yeah. slow up mm. up top and there's no one running there's no one running through there's no one that can actually get between the lines I, I would have I would have personally played um, Rashford up there and, well, yeah. and, and drop Rooney and put uh, Mkhitaryan where where Rooney was playing. It was interesting, wasn't it? Even I thought even later on that surely Rooney was would want to be replaced. I think when we replaced Shaw even at the end, I thought, well, that's, that's got to be Rooney going yeah. off. And they kept he, him in right to the he end. He wasn't awful, Rooney, but the no, fact wasn't. is, is now what you're saying, we're now getting to this point where we go, oh, he wasn't awful. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but he's not that good either. It's like we're kind of, we're all almost making excuses for him. I sort of thought... Before the game, look, it's City. He's he's got a history of playing well against City. Maybe, maybe he'll you know with with the right players around him, with everyone coming in. But I'm afraid it's it's he's got he's got a big decision to make, Jose. Unfortunately, and he's not, normally not shy of doing them. I mean, Russell. I mean, when Mourinho at the start of the season said, "No, he's not a midfielder in my eyes. He's a forward." That really raised the stakes on Rooney. Yeah, because I... you weren't going to be disappearing into playing some creative midfield role. You expected to be a number ten with 15 to 20 goals in you a season, which is a big ask for Rooney if we look at the recent stats. And yeah. so far, you yeah, have to say really, it's ominous for him. It's ominous. I mean, I do wonder whether Jose was using that as a, you know, as a sort of challenge to Rooney. You know, mm. can you live up to the billing and be this number nine that we need in the mm. team? And maybe he can now use that as a reason to to drop him, to give him a rest. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens on Thursday night. Mm. You know, apparently Jose is going to make a bunch of changes. Is Rooney one of those or is he, you know, is he going to get a rest or is he going to try and play himself into form, you know, mm. like a good cricketer might? We've been, we've had this discussion so many times of Rooney playing himself back into form and I've been a big defender of his over the years. I, mean, I, I often argued when people were calling for his head that United were frankly so poor at times. He was the, one of the least of our worries. Right now, with the personnel we've got now... As we say, we've got Imre Bivimic and Rooney. Looks a very cumbersome combination. You're never going to get. You know, we haven't got Zlatan for his burning pace, but he needs someone behind him. Surely, it's it's interesting because I, I think if you, I looked at the benches on on Sunday, and I, I remarked to my dad who was watching with me. I said, I said, God, our bench is a lot stronger than their bench, but it's almost as if we've got a very strong squad, but I don't know if we've got. If the balance the complete, is, the jigsaw quite, is right, yeah. is quite right. Mm. I mean, Herrera was really good when he came mm. on. Yeah. You forget about that's the second time he's come on and done yeah. a really good job. I, I think Watford, he's got to start yeah. for me. I, I mean, think I he's think, got to start. I think the really interesting thing for we discussed this last mm. time was 
Fellaini's now been paired with Pogba in the middle yeah. for the last two or three matches. You know, with a Michael Carrick, for example, with a Herrera, you know. I couldn't believe Carrick didn't play on Sunday. Yeah. I thought that was, it was a, oh, he's not playing him because he's got that game in mind. He's yeah. resting mm-hmm. him. He's going to play Carrick. I thought he'd play Carrick, Fellaini and Pogba. Yeah. And then a front three. Um, because I thought he'd be, he'd want to be ultra cautious in the middle. Um, and Pogba certainly looked like he needed a bit of freedom because he wasn't, yeah, I mean, he wasn't exactly and, and dedicated. The, you know, Pogba seems to be playing the position that Deschamps played him in, which yeah. is too deep. He, yeah. He's got to be up. He's got to be further up the pitch. Yeah, and you imagine, yeah, he's fifteen goals. He's a fifteen, potentially fifteen goals a season. He is a Lampard. Yeah, and that's a three-man midfield you need as well. Him yeah. at the top of it, yeah. you need to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was exciting. I was excited and heartened to see him. He went on a run at some point yeah. in the second oh, half. There's no doubting that it was. I was like, oh, that's what the money's for, you know. It was and, good. And Fellaini, because we know often we've, he's dominated this this show, we've debated one way or the other. I, I have to say, in fairness, when we were really up against it, I was thinking, thank God he's there, because at least yeah. he's, he's putting himself around. Some of those last gasp sort of tackles yeah. that were coming he, in. He seems, he, seems to be, he seems to be doing better. I, I read this morning that he's, even, when, even when he doesn't, Deliberately elbow people. <laughs> Kolarov managed to lose a tooth. tooth yeah. Apparently, <laughs> and, and I thought he was. I thought on that challenge, Fellaini was actually quite hard done by because it looked to me to be the first time he'd elbowed someone without yeah. actually deliberately trying to elbow them. He's, but it was his I best mean, one yet. He's okay. I. I think. I don't think. <clears throat> Long term, mm. I want to see him in there because mm. I don't think he offers enough. I don't think he's. He's got enough to be in a team if you're wanting to be winning the league. I think he's I think squad wise he seems yep. to be he seems to have done enough to put himself in there. Um what have we got there as the alternatives? I mean oh, Herrera Schneidlin. or Herrera or I, I think I think I would if it were for me that I think Wednesday Thursday I don't think would be I think let's think about Watford and what would mm. be like, you know, the next important game, which actually now you think Watford tails up from Sunday or Saturday when they stuffed West Ham. That's looking a little bit like yeah. a, mm, maybe a point might be okay in that game now. Mm. I would go with, um, I'd go Carrick, Herrera, Pogba. As, yeah. as, as, as well, as that's a certainly a real ball playing midfield, isn't it? That's a real football. Keep the, keep yeah, the ball. Yeah, yeah. Keep the ball. I mean, I think um, I think Rashford's got to start. Yeah. He's just yeah. he's, look when he came on. I mean, geez, he's just he. You forget because he's not been playing. You forget how much he frightens yeah, the opposition. It reminds you. They just immediately yeah. were like, yeah. we're not going to go near him. And that's, that. I mean, 12 years ago, that was one Wayne Rooney did just. Yeah, the, yeah. When you're fearless yeah. and just have the attitude, I can do this, this game is simple. Yeah. And, and he's just got that attitude. It's wonderful to see, isn't it? And he might have scored, but it wasn't it for the Rooney, ball hitting yeah, uh, yeah. Ibrahimovic, you know, I mean, who knows? It's diff- how are they going to keep him out of the team? They can't, the idea of him just being an impact sub looks more and more ludicrous because the, the, the man just stands out so much whenever he comes on. Mm. Or the kid, yeah. as he's affectionately referred to. Marina doesn't even call him by name, yeah. refers to him as the kid. Yeah. But he does look, you say, it's, it's, and again, it opens up the Rooney debate as well of, you know, Rashford. Um, the, there was some interesting stuff. Uh, the, the, the sort of man we haven't spoken about much here, mm. who last year, don't forget, was our talisman, mm. Martial. Yeah. Yeah. There's kind of been talk... Cascarino, who writes in the Times, mentioned it, who knows Mourinho quite well because of his Chelsea connection. He has been speculating that Martial might be the one that Mourinho has fallen out of favour with. He's kind of got a bit of a uh, a history of not fancying wingers that aren't 
prepared Couple. to track back much mm-hmm. wide players. He he said that he felt that Lingard had got the nod because he was more a Willian yeah, type yes, yeah. worker worker wide player. So it'll be interesting to see Martial over the next few weeks because he didn't really deserve. He, I mean, I felt he deserved to be dropped since that whole thing with his partner over the summer and France it's it's gone a little bit awry for him and it's yeah. kind of scored in the international break <clears throat> but, did. you know and it, it was it was a bit of a it was a bit of a balls up yeah. <laughs> it's a familiar that. scenario though isn't it a young very young player <laughs> mm. has cracking season then goes off the ball you've just got to hope in, but I just can, you know I'm kind of I'm yeah. hoping he hasn't I'm, I hope that's not the case because I, obviously I think he's a great player and I think rather like the way Henri started wide and mm. then went down the middle his future is is down the middle the, the, you know I just wonder whether we need to go back to the old days of when we used to have two two, <laughs> two up top two up top just go yeah. two up top or, could, or we, we'd argue whether whether Martial can play behind I mean uh, Zlatan things do go in cycles you know formations go in cycles mm. and I do wonder whether at some point someone's going to say Actually, why don't we just go with a a more traditional? Yeah. I mean, Fergie was the was the he just loved strikers, didn't he? I mean, yeah, and he certainly did. Was a fan of playing too. Strikers. When we had when we had that famous when we had the four top when we had the Solskjaer and York. But it's Cole, it's all it's Sheringham. all yeah. it's all false nines and trekkeristas oh, yeah. and God knows Hold, what these holding days, midfielders were just essentially you know, you know hard tackling brutes essentially. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, it was it was great to see the second half fight back. I mean, yeah. I think that's what we can all take some heart from. And on another day... Could have got a draw. Well, on another day, the keeper gets sent off. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Penalty. And it was I very mean, generous of him that he, he he could have been the wonderful cameo that could have saved us. Of course, bravo there, yeah. their goalkeeper. He did. I mean, it, it was that... We've been there with Taibi and people, you know, the goalkeeper on his debut. Yeah. And it... it it threatened, or, or should I say, in our case, promised at one point to be uh, wonderfully disastrous for us. But it, unfortunately, he just about got away with it. Well, the skin of his teeth. Y- yeah, there was, a, there, was, there was a little moment, actually, at the end that kind of annoyed me from Rooney, where Rooney chased him down. It was after the yeah. Yeah, yellow yeah. card. And we kind of had them penned in, and Rooney did a sort of petulant foul. foul that, and he thought, then Bravo lies down for three minutes, four Wait, minutes. Wait, time. Yeah. That's it. And then you knew that's it. That's the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. We should talk about the actual, of course, the, the big subplot. Well, it's not even a subplot, was it really? It was, of course, the two managers. <laughs> and it was Jose who did the hug, I noticed. It was Jose who brought about the hug. I thought that, uh, well, Guardiola was a more sort of reluctant former lover who just sort of did a sort of bent his shoulder in and that was it, you know. Well, there was the Rooney Guardiola moment. Oh, that was going. He just grabbed him, wasn't yes. there? Yeah. Which yeah. actually, I thought Rooney was Rooney had absolute, yeah, the absolute Guardiola right knew to what do. He was doing. Guardiola yeah. knew what he was doing. Yeah. But I, I was kind of disappointed that they sort of ended it with a quick handshake. I'd rather it was a sort of you know a it was the awkward traditional football <laughs> handshake. It was almost almost don't let go and pull the other person over. It was one of those slight. It, I think what Mourinho said at the start of the season is was true. He doesn't. He. I don't think he has the energy. Or doesn't want to waste the energy getting drawn in. Certainly not at this stage to, the, to, to any kind of in. any oh, yeah. kind of bullshit. I mean, later on in the season when it starts to get oh, you see, Jose Mourinho, if we're in the hunt in the last three games yeah. on yeah. the touchline, I mean, every, everything everything will be coming out. But 
it's um it was interesting i thought that jose sort of had a coded go at his players mm. you know yeah. i thought towards the end i thought that was interesting to see the effect and by all accounts at half time he just let them slang it out yeah. between themselves mm. he didn't right. say very much by all accounts they just were all he sort of offered them up you know you know what you did wrong kind of thing and it's that's you know it's it's sort of carrot it's carrot and stick isn't it and it was kind of it was almost in between yeah <laughs> because he kind of he i mean you know i i think what's sometimes we accuse managers of not telling the truth and being honest and just saying so it was kind of refreshing that he admitted that it was well we could all see that there were two players yeah. that just weren't weren't at the you know weren't at the races and if he tried to kind of hide that it Very might have be, yeah. been a bit um, and, he, and when he made it clear, it'd have been gone in twenty minutes. If he'd been, if he'd been a uh, few more games in, he'd have do you done know, that. I mean, you remember the old? I remember Chelsea. Oh. Right? He, so I, can't, I think it was a Monday night game. He he took one of his wingers off after like fifteen minutes or something. Yeah. you know, and <laughs> it's like that. You don't. That just doesn't happen, does no. it? But as we say, we should be encouraged by. I think the second half. The fight back. It wasn't necessarily all that pretty. It was a lot more sort of yeah. adrenaline based. Up Let's get him on the counter attack, but. It was good to see, and I wonder if Manchester United last season would have been capable of that. I'm not sure they would have been. So I wasn't, wasn't a lot. I was disappointed, yeah. deflated, and City were, in my view, the very I'm, deserving winners. But I don't think it... I think there were some good signs from United, just the way they responded to being so poor. It was a, it was a great match. Yeah. It was a proper blood and thunder derby, yeah. like the old days, and that was good to see. And I think the one thing, you know, this match aside... Uh, United have shown a real good energy so far this season, I think. It and was, it was, I tell you what was really quite staggering, and it, cho- it shows you how much they make you run, was that right at the end, oh. I don't think I've seen a United team as dead on their feet. I mean, it was the fourth game, so there's well, an element Bay, of that. Our centre-back was well, he, had to sit down at one point. <laughs> he did all right, though. I <laughs> mean, there was good, one yeah. point where I, you know, I thought, he's, gonna, he's just going to fall over, yeah. you know, and... Uh, but it was it was clear, you know, Rooney with the old. It was the old FA Cup style of the eighties oh, with the socks the sh- were down, socks were down, yeah. hitting it into the air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was. I think it really showed you that um, there was, you know, a real. That there's the probably ten percent of that energy is the emotional yeah, energy yeah, of yeah. it mm. being a derby, and yeah. you've kind of you've spent some energies before you even get on the pitch, just from you know the whole the nervousness of it, but. I think it was good for both teams that the managers weren't the 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 the, the, the main event, yeah. and that it was the game that actually people got remembered for. And, yeah. and I, you know, it, it's fun and games, all that, but you don't you you want it to be about the football and the players, and not so much, yeah. you know, about the managers sort of um, making digs and whatever. I mean, we could, I think, as as I sort of alluded to, we I think we wait for that for the. It'll for be, the yeah. uh, the business end the of the season, the, the squeaky bits <laughs> when the bum starts squeaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the one saving grace, just quickly, I know we're about to move yeah. on, is that it's happened now. Mm. In, I think. I think I'd take a two-one derby defeat now. I know, I know what you mean. It's, it's almost it sort like of feels it's like, we can yeah. still catch up. It's nine points. You but know. It also, you know, don't forget. They've, they're a really, really good team yeah. with I a brilliant they manager. They were fantastic. You know, let's not let's not forget. Yeah. And they didn't have, you know, they didn't have Aguero. Um, that is slightly alarming that we weren't playing a full strength City side because that's the that's the best City performance I've seen certainly yeah. against us for a, a long time. I think as a complete performance. I think what the, the the main difference for me as well is them at the back 
is, yeah. is, is forget up front, is that last season they were terrible. Mm. Otamendi looked like a misfit. Yep. He now looks like the player they've bought. Kolarov looks, looks really good. Stones looks good in that position. You know, you can tell that actually Guardiola was probably the perfect manager yeah. for him as a ball-playing central, you know, central defender. Um, so, you know, and, and he's, a very, you know, he's very smart. Look what he does. He sees what's going on straight away. He took uh, Iheanacho off, put Fernandinho on, and, you know, he's, he's, a, he's, a, you know, he's a very, very clever manager. Certainly is, unfortunately. <laughs> we should, um, moving obviously to Europe this Thursday, um, away at Feyenoord, obviously not a straightforward start to our our European campaign. Russell, would you like to see, I mean, who would you like to see coming into the side? Mourinho has always said that the guys who've been left out, who haven't even made the bench in, in the Premiership game so far, expect to see these people. So are we going to see the Phil Joneses, well, the Michael Carricks of this world? I was going to, I was wondering, I was going to bring up when we were talking about the Derby, talking about the team, talking about Jose's selection, is the back four and just how convinced we are or Ooh. not with well, yeah. who's been playing. Like, I think... Chris, well, it's Chris good. Smalling due again yeah, this, Chris Smalling, this, this Thursday. Chris Smalling seemed to, you know, be one of our best players last season. This season hasn't hasn't got a boot on the pitch, really. And so I, I expect him to to bring, at least put on the bench, um, Jones, Smalling, Darmian might get a run out. Yeah. It'd be, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a completely new back four because I think that, tellingly, as we just mentioned, the, the, the by Shaw... All, mm. all looked pretty tired by yeah. the end of the game. I, I just think, just don't play them. I mean, it's let's, let's Jones, Small, Damian, Rocco. Let them well, get on with it. <laughs> Damian, there's, there's, there, I read yesterday. There's been, there's been a fallout there, so I'll be interested to see okay. if he comes in. Well, if I look, I'm um, saying I'm not even mentioned Fosu, Fosu Mensa, Mensa, who yeah. I think, yeah. who I've imagined is going to could be the answer right back to him. Yeah. So that's, I'm surprised he hasn't yeah. been more prominent. I mean, obviously Mourinho doesn't quite fancy him yet, but I thought he was... Uh, he looked he, immense he looked, at times He really did. Um, uh, so it would be interesting to see if it would be good to see him get a run out. In terms of, I mean, everyone goes up, it's Thursday night football and the various disadvantages of that. I mean, I think we said this before. I mean, do you... This is something we're in it to win it, aren't we? We're not just yeah. in it. We're not sort of going to go sort of Van Gaal style and peter out in the early I, stages. I think, though, you have, to play, you have to play another team. And I think we have enough players... To play another team, you know, we have got very, very good, strong. Um, as I said, we've got a, we had a really strong bench. You know, Schneidlin's not played a no. played a, a, any, so he's got to be in. Carrick, I think you might well see Carrick in on the th- on the thinking that maybe he wants to get him a little bit into the rhythm for the following Saturday. So you you know, because Carrick's not played much, you might see Carrick in. Um, I think uh, Rashford obviously will start. Yeah. I think that's that's a gimme. Ibrahimovic, I think, will probably be benched. Give yeah. Martial a proper run. Martial, out there, yeah. Memphis, Ashley Young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, Ashley Young's still there. I know. Remember him? <laughs> but, but we've just we've just mentioned a heap of players. You know, you could you could make he could you could maybe argue that Herrera might play again because he only played a half mm. um, on the on the weekend. We've mentioned a load of players there that is is strong enough. To, to, to take on this competition, certainly at a stage of the season where we don't even quite know what the best first eleven is. So exactly. these mm. guys all need to be given a a, a, a run out in not a, not a silly game. Mm. This is Feyenoord, you know. This could they're, they're on another top of the league on, in, an, yeah. on another year. This would Holland. be a Champions League game. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's a, I think it's actually 
it's going to be a really good um, test yeah. to see what have these boys got? What can they come up with to give Jose that headache yeah. for... Um, you know, last year, you think back last year, you thought, oh, who should come in? Is it? It's not really... Who can come in? Not really anyone to come yeah. in. I mean, I think Pogba will probably get a rest as, again. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to really see him start, but maybe... Jose might think he wants, to, he wants to play yeah. him. He wants, and then Russell. I mean, we've got then the pretty good speedy turnaround because then Sunday the mighty Watford, the, mighty Watford. the conquerors of West Ham, and they certainly did conquer them in style. The four-two the weekend. I mean that we want to get the momentum back after this this little setback, but it's not a given. And we're going to. Be, I mean, we've had some tough battles with Watford in recent years, particularly there. Yeah, definitely. But I think I'd like to think that we've got a better back four than what than West Ham um but you know I think I don't think it'll be an easy match there are no easy matches no. as, as cliches go but I think I'd like to think that we we could you know put one over on Watford um a tough ground to go to um but it, it's one I mean it's an it's one of those old uh, um as you say about no easy games I, I do a prediction mm. thing at work and I, I've, I've got I, li- I literally got one result Right on 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 Sunday on on this weekend's fixtures because you just don't you just don't know there's those middle teams now there's not there's so there's nothing in it there really isn't so yeah. you know you're the Watfords and West Broms it's so different from say ten years well, they've ago. got they've got in European international players yeah. and I thought when they got to the stage of Southampton had Italy's centre forward yeah. playing for the you know, Pele yeah. and I thought that's some, to me summed up the strength the, the economy of the premiership now you and know? also Watford have got that sort of extraordinary deal with uh, Perugia their owner's own I think it's Perugia yeah. they've got like a good in into well, they went, and, they went in and picked up this Juventus midfielder former Juventus midfielder who scored on his debut um, and was very good on, on Saturday again um, it's one of those games where I think Got to score the first goal. Yeah, you've yeah. got to get in there, score yeah, the first goal, quiet the crowd down, and then just take the sting out of it and get it done. Because it is, you do really want a home game after a, after Europe. Yeah, um, and um, yeah, I'd, I'd almost almost rather it was the four o'clock game as well. I'd, I'd, I always find those. Those early kickoffs have just. I, I only remember the bad results for <laughs> yeah, some, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. Well, as you're so good at predictions, Dan, <laughs> yeah, okay. um, I don't know why the hell they're doing nil, this, but they always adamant that we have five to do predictions. Nil, five nil Watford. <laughs> okay, yeah. They did that to us. You know, when they did that to us, this is a, a real geek's point. Watford beat us 5 0 before we won the FA Cup in 1985. I remember that because it was my first ever Cup Good final. And, and Big Ron, I think, may have rested, or they would have gone out on the piss, probably, <laughs> that team, and didn't bother to play. So we were stuffed. But, and we were then going to play the, what was then the mighty Everton. And we were, the argument was how the hell can we beat Everton if Watford can turn us over? But we did. Um, but realistically, I'll go for a. I'm going to go for a 4 a 3 1. United. This is the Watford. Yeah, Watford game. Yeah. And what about in, in Fairnord? Yeah. I'll think going to go for a thrilling tool. Bit oh, of a tool, and I'll, I'll take the draw. I'll take the draw. I just, just a oh, good game. So. Yeah, just, yeah, be, good, just a good game. I'm just looking forward to a good game. Rotterdam's a happy hunting ground happy for us hunting historically. Ground for us. Um, was it four? Was it? Four I mean, it's two? a long time ago. I'm not four I think, two all those years ago in Rotterdam. Something like that. Um, I think. I think I'll three take, something. Yeah, yeah, I think I'll take. I'll take two 0 on Thursday night and. Maybe a 3-1 also on, on Sunday, I think. Yeah. Um, 
Well, we've got to hope, yeah, and say just to get, just to, it's, it's not a disaster that, the, that we lost that game. It's not a huge surprise, the City game, I mean. I mean, for me, it always seemed that sort of pretty much a 50-50 sort of deal. But now we do have to sort of keep the momentum going. The, the worrying thing would be if you unraveled and had a blip at Watford, then I think we would be having a slightly different conversation. <laughs> There'll be people calling for his head. Oh, they will. <laughs> Let's, be the knee, the knee jerkers, Let's be honest. The knee-jerkers will be out. Pogba will be a waste of money. Yeah. Uh, Mourinho, should have, we should have kept Van Gaal oh, yeah. or, or, or Moyes. <laughs> or we, we should give a respectful mention to Louis Van Gaal, who this week in his coaching stuff did actually get £8.4 million pounds yeah. from United. Although, as it was confirmed this week that we the club has the first British club ever to have a revenue that, a revenue that has broken 500 million quid I know. we can just about afford to uh, to pay off Louis and send, send him yeah. back to Holland and also to probably keep Bastian Schweinsteiger in the, the manner which he's wow. become accustomed That's I mean been, he's yeah. been written off as a, a 6.9 million asset yeah They're it's just gone going, just written it off done you know. it's it's very odd I mean very odd that um He's obviously not going to play no. at all. Um, I think there was a bit of brinkmanship there, wasn't there, between yeah. Jose and him. I think Jose decided to try and push him out. He decided to sort of do the uh, the Bogard, as I uh, yeah. as I like to call it. <laughs> he feel, although he stayed for about five years, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think he's, he might still be there. He could well be still be there, <laughs> hiding in the dressing room somewhere, yeah, yeah. Well, on that note, hopefully, well, hopefully, talking about people who are still staying around and hanging on to being paid, Eddie Nesta might be back next week to actually do this show. You never know if this standoff with the uh, the Redcast hierarchy can be uh, resolved. In the meantime, many thanks to Russell for coming back in again. Thank you for having thanks me. Thanks a lot, Dan, and I'm sure your Pleasure. predictions will be as awful as ever. <laughs> that just leaves me to say, come on, you Reds! Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.